You are listening to SALT's Teaching Social Justice Podcast. Hi, this is Olympia Duhart with SALT's Teaching Social Justice Podcast. I'm here today with Professor Hugh Mundy from UIC John Marshall. Welcome, Hugh. Hi, Olympia. Thanks very much for having me today. Why don't we start by you telling me uh, what you do at John Marshall, what you teach, how long you've been there? So I am an associate professor at John Marshall. I've been there. I just finished my eighth year and I teach evidence, criminal procedure, criminal law. And this fall, I'll be returning to my first love, legal research and writing. And what did you do before you started in the academy? So I was uh, an assistant federal defender for about a decade, first in Nashville, Tennessee, and then uh, in the Southern District of New York. Uh, and then returned to Nashville for about a year before uh, I joined uh, the faculty at Nova Southeastern. Oh, good. And what made you make that leap from being a public defender to joining the law school academy? Uh, summer vacation. It was really, <laughs> really, no, I, I, I'm just kidding. Uh, so my father is a lawyer and my mother uh, is uh, a now retired college professor. So I always sort of thought that would be a nice combination for me. And it's been a great decision. I, I felt that I was competent as a public defender, um, but I've really found what I love doing uh, as, uh, as uh, a law teacher. And the focus of this podcast is teaching social justice. So my first real question for you is what motivates you to include social justice in your teaching? I think what motivates me most is it heightens student engagement and and learning. So um, incorporating social justice into my teaching uh, is important because it gives the students kind of a broader awareness of the world around them, but also because I think that they learn more effectively uh, when they can kind of anchor, uh, say, a rule of evidence in uh, um, an, an issue that revolves around social justice. Can you share with us some specific examples of how you do this, either in evidence or in another course? Sure. So uh, evidence, let's say. So really day one, we talk about relevance, which is kind of a foundational rule. And I think every professor in, in, in America who teaches evidence talks about relevance on, on, on day one. Um, but we immediately talk about flight from the police as relevant or probative of guilt. And so right away, the students, we kind of take something that seems boring or mundane, uh, the, the foundational rule of relevance, and talk about it in the context uh, of whether flight from the police, given what we now know about over-policing, uh, should be admissible at trial as probative of a criminal defendant's guilt, especially when many criminal defendants, especially at the federal level, are young men uh, from uh, uh, marginalized communities. So it, I think students, instead of kind of thinking about just the rule of relevance, they, they think about it in the context of a social justice issue, and then they're more engaged, and they have a tendency to be able to recall and remember the rule more effectively. Good. And what about in other classes? So, uh, yeah, in criminal procedure, sure. So we talk about broken windows policing in the context of stop and frisk and what reasonable suspicion means in different contexts. Uh, And I think that helps the students kind of get a grasp of these 
fairly uh, uh, sort of abstract legal standards like reasonable sus suspicion and, and, and probable cause and what that means uh, in different in different communities and, and, and given what we know about police techniques and, and, and tactics. Uh, and even in, in legal writing, I think it's, it's sort of never too soon to introduce some of those concepts in thinking about live cases that involve real people uh, versus say the canned problems that were familiar to us when we were 1L students. So are you taking on live cases in your legal writing classes or have you done that in the past? I have, yeah. We, we, so we have eight clinics at, uh, at the law school and they've all indulged me in terms of sharing live cases with me. Uh, and uh, the clinicians will come to my class and talk to my students about the case. Uh, and we're able to navigate not only sort of interesting issues in social justice, but also uh, confidentiality issues and ethical issues and, uh, and aspects that might be kind of outside the formulaic uh, oh, Iraq uh, uh, legal, you know, sort of le standard legal writing techniques, but um, are really important to integrate, I think, uh, from day one. And when you're working with these issues in class, what's the, what's the um, impact on the students? How do they respond? So again, uh, the students respond with heightened engagement. I mean, the, the, the students feel more invested uh, in the work when they gain a kind of broader understanding uh, of, of how um, an individual is affected in the context of a live case uh, or even in a, in a, in a hypothetical, um, how, uh, say, a constellation of evidence rules can affect one person uh, rather than thinking about the rules kind of um, oh, objectively or in a way that feels very, very linear, right? So how did um, the confession that the client make, how, how was that used against uh, the client in an actual trial and um, how, oh, the client was relatively powerless to uh, object to the confession given the rules of evidence and also the other sort of obstacles to criminal defendants testifying on their own behalf and, and those sorts of things. So again, when, when, we, when we use a live case and the students can see how this affected an actual person in real time, not only is their engagement higher, but the learning is better. So the plus side is that the students are more engaged and it's a deeper impact on their learning. Are there any risks to taking this route or any challenges? So, yeah, so I, I think the challenge is moving the students away from their comfort level, which um, you know, weeks into the 1L curriculum are these sort of heavily redacted appellate case uh, you know, opinions in a textbook and, and moving them away from that when that becomes kind of their comfort zone can be scary for the students and also kind of scary for the professors because then you're in kind of uncharted territory, especially with a live client case where you might not know how it will end. So I think both students and faculty find comfort in textbooks and, and moving both, uh, both of us off that, that um, familiar place can be a little bit unsettling. So that's certainly a challenge. That does sound like a challenge. So you're basically saying you don't know the answer to the brief you're pushing out to them, to a CAN brief. Right, yeah, and, and it, it kind of helps to have a, a, some practice experience because I can tell them even when I thought I knew the answer, I was frequently wrong about that, or at least what I thought was the sound legal analysis, a judge ultimately disagreed with me. So um, I think there's a great danger in thinking one knows the answer because 
not only do we not kind of see the legal issues from all sides, but also as an advocate, gosh, I was frequently wrong about what I thought was the right outcome, at least at least as compared to the uh, to the opinions that I received from 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 the courts. Fair enough. And when teaching is already so challenging, especially in this climate, many of us are trying to make the adjustment to teaching during a pandemic. Uh, we're dealing with so much uh, community, so many community challenges and this long overdue reckoning on race. Why is it important that academic activists create important but additional work for themselves in incorporating social justice into the classroom? So I was having this conversation with one of my research assistants yesterday, and she was kind of bemoaning the move to online just in terms of learning uh, and you know, preparing for the bar. And I, I said to her, and I really believe this, this is an incredibly exciting time, not only for law students, uh, but also for professors. For law students, even though we're dealing with this kind of uh, uncomfortable online uh, environment, what a wonderful time for students to be graduating law school where I, I think the time is is right to make really meaningful and positive social change and, and that can be done with a law degree. For professors, it's a bit of a wake-up call both in terms of integrating social justice components to the curriculum but also trying to think of new and creative ways to teach better. And so I think from all of this discomfort, both from a student and faculty perspective, um, both because we're teaching online, because there's a pandemic, and because of the of the sort of social unrest going on right now, these are really um, exciting opportunities to elevate our game, so to speak. And I think we owe that to our students. I couldn't agree more. And that's a great place to end this, Hugh. So thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.